We hope you enjoy this message from Church on the Lake by Pastor Mike Cooper. I'm being silly. But do be praying. Do be praying that God gives us just a great um, influx of people that are hungry for God and, and, and want to know about Jesus because it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. Okay. All right, that's enough announcements for right now. All right, while you're giving, you can do two things at once. Go ahead and open your Bibles to Colossians uh, chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. And tonight we're just looking at two verses. Colossians 1, 21... And 22, Mickey. Got it? 21 and 22. And we're in the middle of a Bible study called Putting Down Roots. And it's interesting, yesterday I was out, thanks to Jimmy and May, I was out putting some citrus fertilizer on my citrus trees. Uh, Liz and I, I shouldn't say Liz and I, Liz... um, sprouted these seeds many years ago now. Um, I'm going to say we're up to eight or nine years ago. And we were living in the Bay Area at the time, and we got them up to little bitty things and and then eventually into some small pots. And then uh, we finally um, we moved into an apartment for a year. And so we had them out on our patio and in our apartment in little bigger pots by then. And then we moved to Kingwood from our apartment, and we put them in those plastic whiskey barrel-looking uh, things you get at Lowe's. And so each one started growing a little bit. So we had them in front of our, well, we had some in the front of our house and some in the back in Kingwood, and we hadn't planted them. We just kept them there because we knew eventually we'd be up here. And so then we moved up here, started moving in March, a year ago in March, And at some point, we brought all of our trees and put them back here behind the church. Well, after the big freeze in February, while we were still in Kingwood with them, and then just having them out there all year, uh, they're in pretty rough shape. But now they've been sitting on the property for a couple of months, and I've had them, I've I've kind of used them as a, in the different corners of my property to mark my property line, to say this is Hooper Hill right here, and... (laughs) And we're starting to see some life coming back to the orange trees. So I'm out there, and I'm, I'm applying the, the citrus fertilizer to the roots because it's supposed to activate the roots. And then I'm preparing a message, you know, called putting down roots. So I'm kind of activating your roots tonight. I'm, I'm hoping to bring those roots alive inside of each of you. Uh, to bring true life. And I think we've felt that in the prayer meeting tonight, haven't we? Just God just ministering to us as different ones uh, led us in prayer tonight. So Colossians chapter 1, 21 and 22. Even though you were once distant from him, living in the shadows of your evil thoughts and actions, comma, he reconnected you back to himself. 
He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as the sin payment on your behalf so that you would dwell in his presence. And now there is nothing between you and Father God for he sees you as holy, flawless, and restored. If indeed you continue to advance in faith, assured of a firm foundation to grow upon, never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you have believed in. And I, I, I love this last line. And this is the glorious news I preach all over the world. Two verses. And I want to take that last line and kind of make that the heading for this Bible study tonight. This is the glorious news I preach all over the world. This is the glorious news I preach all over the world. So what that tells me is this is some really good news for you. And it's news that you can share with everybody you come in contact with. So if you've already received this good news, then the good news for you is that you can take this glorious good news to other people. Just like Paul. If it was good enough for Paul, it's good enough for you, right? <laughs> this is the glorious news I preach all over the world. So that would fit in what I said earlier about God giving us some divine intersections. So those of you that go to Whataburger, this is the glorious news that you preach all over Whataburger. This is the glorious news you preach all over Brookshire Brothers. This is the glorious news you preach all over H-E-B. Because here, what is it? Everything's better. And, you know, I got to put Walmart in there because you're going to go to Walmart sooner or later. I, this is the glorious news I preach all over the world. So what is this glorious news? Number one, you were once, you were once distant from him. You got to start there. You were once distant from him. Why were you distant from him? I mean, you were born and you were distant from him. Why? Because your father Adam chose another way. Let that sink in for a minute. I just called Adam your father. Now, he doesn't have to be your father, but he's everybody's father when you're born. When you're born, you're Adam's son. When you're born again, you're Jesus' son right? You're the father's son, right? So you don't have to be Adam's son, but we all were born Adam's son, and our father Adam chose another way, and this is the way he chose, and I want this to sink in. I've got it in brackets in my notes. I can do this myself.
I can do this myself. <laughs> it didn't go very well for Adam and Eve, did it? That is the essence of our falling away. In doing that, Adam made Satan the God of this world because he obeyed Satan rather than God. Did God really say? And when they obeyed Satan, they gave their worship, they gave themselves, they transferred over to the enemy. And everybody wants to blame God for all the problems in the world. You could say it this way, that they altered our DNA forever. Every offspring born was something missing. Our very connection to God. Everyone's born with that connection to God missing. And that's why Paul said you were once distant from him. Chris Tomlin, worship leader, coined this phrase about 2004, 2005. He said, we were born with a God-shaped void. The very thing about us that was made in the image of the Father, which is our spirit, died in Adam's sin. Remember, God said, in that day that you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. And they did. And not 900 years later, you know, I know they died, 800 and some, whatever, how many years ago later that was, a long time, they died physically. But that moment when they said, I can do this myself, the beginning of religion was right there. I can do this myself. I can work my way. I can do it all by myself. I don't need God. Why are we distant from God? Because we think we can do it by ourselves. Doesn't work. And this void that Chris Tomlin talked about is what makes life so empty and meaningless. No matter what people achieve, create, develop, at the end of the day, they feel empty. For nothing can truly satisfy that deep longing inside of us except Jesus. Only Jesus can fill that God-shaped void. And that's why there's a distance between God and us. So the next line gives us a picture of life without the Spirit of God. Look at the next line. You lived in the shadows of of your evil thoughts and actions. Now I want to make sure you, I, I have in my notes, do you see it? Question mark. Your life without God is a life lived with wrong thinking or soulish thinking. Kind of like, I'll solve it with my mind. I'll force it with my emotions. I'll control it with my will. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions, right? 
So what do we do? We try to solve all of our problems with our mind, or we try to solve all of our problems by forcing it with our emotions, our anger, or our, our tears, or, or whatever. We're going to force it with our emotions, or we try to control it with our own will. That is good stuff. So he said, you lived in the shadows of your evil thoughts and actions. So we saw the thoughts, mind, will, and emotions. Now, and actions. This is our physical, I can fix it with my own strength. I can fix it with the arm of the flesh. What is the opposite of the fruit of the Spirit? It's called the works of the flesh. Galatians chapter if you want to study that, shows you this is what the flesh produces and this is what the spirit produces. This is what Adam produces. This is what Jesus produces. Get me? So what is the opposite of the fruit of the spirit? We all want to live in the fruit of the spirit, but the opposite of that is the works of the flesh. Our actions to fix it in our own strength. The very thing that screwed us up in the first place. I can do this myself. So who can fix it? Number two, who can fix it? Let's go back to the text. Look what he says. First sentence. He reconnected you back to himself. So we were distant we were living in a shadow of evil thoughts and actions, and he came and reconnected us to the power source. Amen. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. Who can fix it? Only God. So your fix is not to manipulate and control. Hope to get under some toes right now, or on some toes. Your fix is never to manipulate and control or to work harder. Oh, if I just work harder, if I just try harder, I'll be a better Christian. If I just, if I just be more religious. You see, we always want to follow some kind of a program. God always says, it's me. It's me. It's what happened in worship tonight when Jamie said what she said, she turned the tables for us. Because we're just saying, I just want to be here with you. And then he says, but I just want to be here with you. The God of heaven wants to be here with you. You were messed up. You were born messed up. You were living in your evil thoughts and actions. And he came and said, let me plug you back in. Because I just want to be here with you. It's me. God always says it's me. A relationship. And we say, but I want a ministry. And God says, it's me. As long as you're promoting yourself, you're still operating in the soul and the flesh. You're living in the shadows of your own evil thoughts and actions. So if this is the glorious gospel that Paul preached everywhere he went, 
This is how we need to look at it. If I'm not connected in a very beautiful and loving relationship with God and all the people in my life to include all of my enemies, then I need to start right here. Whew, that's good preaching right there. Need to start right there. Connected with God in a beautiful and loving relationship and with all the people and all my enemies. I'm supposed to love my enemies. So get reconnected to him. So how do we get reconnected to him? Step one, come out of the shadows of your evil thoughts. This is so good. Isn't this good, Mickey? Come out of the shadow of your evil thoughts. Now, let me show you why this is so good. I even wrote it in my notes. This is so good. I did. I actually said that. This, it says it right here. This is so good. And if you get it tonight, you can be free and stay free and help others to be free. Amen. Step one, come out of the shadows of your evil thoughts. How do you do that? Repent. Amen. Repent. Now, remember, a lot of us, when we hear the word repent, we're thinking, I got to cry tears. I've got to go to the altar. I've, I've got, man, if I don't spend 25 minutes at the altar with tears just covering this place. Now, there's nothing wrong with going to the altar and crying tears because you're sorrowful for the sins that you've committed. But that's not repenting. Repent means to have a metanoia. That is the Greek word for repentance. And this is what it means. Change the way you think. So step one, come out of the shadows of your evil thoughts. How do I do that? Change the way I think. If I come up here and I cry and I cry and I cry and I go back and I do exactly the same thing, I didn't repent. I only repent when I change the way I think. So instead of trying to fix yourself, here we go, I'm going to show you how to do this. Instead of trying to fix it yourself and work a little harder to get his approval, oh God, if, I, if you would just accept me, oh God, I'll, I'll do anything for you, God. I'll, I promise I'll do anything for you. Oh, maybe not. You open your blind eyes and you see Okay, so if I'm going to change the way I think, i got to open my blind eyes and i got to see. He reconnected you back to himself. What you talking about? You mean, I don't have... I don't... He did it? Yes. He reconnected you back to himself. So you got to change the way you think. You can't fix it. Step one, you can't fix it. But you can change the way you think. And when you change the way you think, then you can go to step two. He reconnected you back to himself. So step two, I surrender. Yeah. 
There it is. You surrender. And when you surrender, you're aligning. He, literally, I'm going into the electrical outlet. <laughs> yeah, I felt that. When I plugged it in electricity, it started barking at me. <laughs> that was perfect timing. I, I planned it out ahead of service there. All right, you with me? You can't fix yourself. I'm going to get better. I'm going I'm to get my life together. Then I'll be in church. No, 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 no. You are not going to get your life together. You can't. That's what Adam tried to do. I'm going to know the difference between good and evil. I'm going to be like God and eat this amazing fruit. And he screwed it all up. And you can't do any better on your own. But he reconnected you to him. You got that? I love this so much. He reconnected me to him. All right, here's some truth serum for us. Now we're ready. We, we surrender, we align. Let's go back to the word. Next Words there. He released. So he's reconnected us to him. Now he's released his supernatural peace to you. How? Through the sacrifice of his own body. See, you could have sacrificed your body over and over and over again. It wouldn't have got you reconnected. But he supernaturally reconnected you back to him by releasing his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as the sin payment on your behalf so that you would dwell in his presence. So God, from heaven, sends his son to this earth. His son willingly comes. He surrenders to his father's will. Are you noticing this? He didn't say, Father, I can take care of this. No, he said, what I do, I see the Father doing. See, his will was surrendered to the Father and not to the Satan of this world. When Adam and Eve gave power to that snake in the garden, by Genesis, in Genesis he's a snake, and by Revelation he's a great and exceeding dragon. See, when we release power and authority to him, we willingly give it to him, and that's what Adam and Eve did. Now Jesus says, but hey, I got the solution. I plugged you back in. And I did it by coming down here, taking upon the form of a human. I became a servant, and I gave myself for you. He literally, on that cross, took your place. I got a few dollars in my pocket. It won't pay for your way, but you get the idea. That was the payment. The only way we get there is for a certain payment to be made, and it was the sin payment that was needed for you to be reconnected to God. So we're, on, we're getting a little truth serum here, so let's go to Romans 5. And I just think it's so cool how Romans 5 coincides 
with Colossians 2, 21 and 22. Listen to this. Just listen to this. This is so good. I don't have that in my notes. (laughs) Our faith, listen, our faith in Jesus, we just found that Jesus reconnected us to the Father. He's brought supernatural peace by paying the sin payment for us. Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us. So once the payment's been made, a transfer takes place. It goes into your account. Do you see that? This is so, I said it again, this is so good. All right. Transfers, our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us. Listen to this. And he now declares us flawless in his eyes. This means we can enjoy true and lasting peace with God. Isn't that what it said in Colossians? And it also talked about how he declares us flawless in his eyes. We're going to dig into that in just a moment. This means we can enjoy true and lasting peace with God all because of what our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, has done for us. So what he did at the cross, paying that sin payment, reconnecting us to the Father, there it is. But look, it goes a little farther. I love this next part. Our faith guarantees. Don't you? I'm not a used car salesman, but I guarantee this right here. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into his marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. You have a perfect relationship with God. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. So do you see the peace? Do you see the access? It says true and lasting peace. Remember a moment ago I said that people with that God-shaped void, no matter what they create, no matter what they develop, no matter what they're a part of, when they go home at night and they lay on the bed, there's an emptiness there. There's no peace. Many of them can't sleep. They cannot sleep because they have no peace. I've I've told you the story before of a friend of mine named Dave. (laughs) North Carolina. He was a Oakland Raider. He had been a part of the WWF wrestling mania. He had walked basically on streets of gold in this world. Drove nice cars, handful of gold rings with diamonds, Rolex watch, very expensive cowboy boots, very expensive belt buckle, leather 
coat, stud in his ear, <laughs> extensions in his hair. But he couldn't sleep at night. And he would come, and he, he kind of took over the CEO position at my sister's steel company. And he'd come and he'd sit. I was the office manager. And he'd come and sit by the typewriter. <laughs> that was back in the day. He used to actually, you know, put letters onto paper like this and like that, you know, and, and, and then it would come out of that and you'd, you'd have it, but then you didn't have it anymore because there was no computer to keep it on. It was just on a piece of paper. You just, you just had a piece of paper. So he came and would sit and he would say, Mike, I can't sleep at night. Do you sleep at night? I said, like a baby. He said, I see you and Liz together and you're so happy. I haven't been able to have one relationship that's lasted in my life. And when I lay down, I, I freak out every night wondering what will happen to me if I die. And I said, Dave, what you need is Jesus. I'm just not quite there yet. But see, that's that God-shaped void. Not really, he was still wanted to fix it himself. He, he wanted to find some kind of fix instead of just realizing that Jesus had already fixed it. All right, I got to move on. So we have, we have, those that believe in Jesus, those that have activated your faith and you've surrendered and aligned to him we have true and lasting peace and we have permanent access why because we surrendered and aligned in other words we believed we had faith see that our faith transfers God's righteousness to us and our faith guarantees a perfect relationship with God but that's not all. Let's have some more truth, please. Our fourth point. Go back to Colossians, back to our verse. And listen to those next lines. And now there is nothing between you and Father God. Remember what I saw, read in Romans just a minute ago? Listen to this next line. For he sees you holy flawless, and restored. You need to see that your Father sees you holy, flawless, and restored. That's how He sees you. When He reconnected you, and you aligned to Him and surrendered to Him because you had a metanoia, and you changed the way you thought, and now you're aligned to Him, He sees you like this, holy, flawless, and restored. That's how he sees you. Now, I want you to take all the times that you've said or you've heard somebody else say, I'm just an old sinner. Yeah. 
No, you're not. God does not see you like that. You were an old sinner. Get that out of your vocabulary. Erase it from your brain. Do not talk like that anymore. Amen. He sees you holy. You're a saint, not a sinner. I thought I had to die to be a saint. Don't believe it for a minute. This is how God sees you. This is what the Bible says. This is the word of Almighty God. Don't do what the culture does and do what everybody else does. Read it in the word. You're holy, flawless, and restored. Now look back at Romans 5.2. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. Remember when I shared Sunday with you in my closing? That he has a high and holy calling for you. Do you remember what it was? To usher. Remember? Jimmy and May have the corner on the high and holy calling. It's ushering. We are to usher in the glory of God. That's what it says in Romans 5 too. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. So in conclusion, never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you have believed in. Your faith guarantees it. You have permanent access. So let's close in Psalm 125. Verses 1 and 2. I got three minutes, and then we're going to go home. Oh, no, we're going to move chairs. <laughs> Can't forget that. Remember, we're going to stack them in sevens, and then two people are going to drive them. All right, Psalm 125, verses 1 and 2. And let, I, got, I got over two minutes yet, so I want to share the Psalms of the Ascent, Psalm 120, starting at Psalm 120, they're called the Psalms of the Ascent or the Psalms of the Stairway. And it's, it's said that the priests would stake up a step and they would sing the Psalms and it starts with Psalm 120. This is Psalm 125, so we're, we're five steps up. We don't quite have five steps, so I got to get up on top here. On the fifth step up, they would sing, those who trust in the Lord are as unshakable. Remember what my point is here? Never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you have believed in. Okay, that's my point to close it out. I'm going to say it again. Never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you have believed in. Psalm 125. Those who trust in the Lord are as unshakable, as unmovable as mighty Mount Zion. Whoa. Just as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord's wraparound presence surrounds his people 
protecting them now and forever. So Lord, we take Colossians home with us tonight. We're so thankful that what used to separate us from you is no longer in the way. You have reconnected us to yourself. And you did that by paying our sin payment. And when you did that, you transferred us into a righteous category. And you see us as holy. You see us, Lord, as restored. You see us, God, as your children. You don't see us as old, awful, ugly sinners. You see us redeemed by the blood of your Son. Oh. Oh, that's so good, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that we can see ourselves that way now. That if you see us that way, we need to see ourselves that way so that we live to our high and holy calling of ushering in the glory of God so that nothing in this world can shake away our faith because we'll keep our trust in you. And Lord, I pray let each of us tonight go home unshakable, unmovable. I take it from the words of Paul, the last verse of 1 Corinthians 15. Therefore, be unmovable, right? Unshakable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Nothing can shake this faith away from us. A faith that is rooted in that very chapter, 1 Corinthians 15. That is the foundation of our faith, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. If Jesus is still in the grave, then we have nothing to hope in. But we know that Jesus is no longer in the tomb. He is alive and he is well. So I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. For Christ lives in me. The resurrected Savior lives in me. So send us forth, Lord. Not as a bunch of dead people but as a bunch of resurrected believers who've been reconnected to the Father by the Son. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you. Let's stack these chairs. <laughs> Thank you for listening today. May you as a son or daughter of the Father know the true love of Jesus Christ and understand your true identity as a royal member of his family. If you live in Polk, San Jacinto, or Trinity County in Texas, consider joining us live at 8125 U.S. Highway 190 West in Livingston. We have services Sunday at 10 a.m., Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Like us on Facebook, and if you would like to partner with us, check us out online at cotl.live.